Tonight's story is dedicated to John and Megan. They live in the house that I'm about to speak about. And I want to thank them for giving me the inspiration to write this story in the first place. Hello and welcome to Spiderwebs. A collection of spooky stories and haunting hearsays. Original tales written by me, the Z, for all of you. Tonight's story is wrapped around my love of fall. It's also wrapped around my love of nature and my love of all things that can definitely pass you by if you don't pay attention to them. So no matter what you do, never miss a thing. And enjoy tonight's story, which is titled Wooden. Of all the houses that I pass at night when I'm walking my dog, there's one in particular I get to visit once a year. But first let me tell you how I came upon this house, and then I'll tell you the story that follows. Like I said, I came across this house on my dog walks around 11.30 p.m. to 12 a.m. I like walking around these hours because the world is mine, and in our neighborhood, I'm free to roam about without the worry of cars or people passing me by, just me and my puppy in the beautiful moonlight. One evening, I was walking my dog on a road that I hadn't traveled before, and I noticed these concrete steps. I looked to the top of the steps and found a huge door with hunter green paint. I couldn't see much due to the overshadowing of huge oak trees and maple trees everywhere. The house had ivy growing all over it, the kind of ivy everyone hates because it takes over everything. And the closer I got to the house, it literally seemed to disappear. Just the steps were there, leading to a platform which led to nothing but thick, thick woods. Strange how I thought that there was a house there. Everything that I thought were walls and doors and windows morphed into bushes, trees, and ivy-covered shrubs. September 21st, about seven years ago, I was walking with my dog past those particular set of steps. When I noticed a dim light becoming stronger in the woods behind the steps, I could hear what sounded like trees scraping against each other and a sound like breaking glass but in reverse. I could see those trees leaning inward to make what seemed to be a chimney stack and with a very tiny glow a small fire started from a single flame. Then came what appeared to be a mantle and then a set of stairs leading up to a second floor made of vines and maple branches. An entire structure was forming right in front of my eyes. I couldn't find any witnesses, just me and my pup. I looked at my watch to see what time it was because I wanted to document the time as if someone would believe me. It was 11.30, right on the nose. As I looked up, the front door of this newly self-built structure was wide open and a light bloomed at the end of a long hallway, beckoning my attention. I stood in amazement trying to decipher what just happened. How could this possibly be? 
And what should I expect if I go inside? I thought it better to leave my puppy outside. So I tied my dog to the bottom rung of a newly formed banister made of oak vine. And I walked inside. The hallway was lined of photographs made from blades of grass. There were light and dark shades of bluegrass growing into the artworks of faces in wooden frames of people I've never seen before. I could tell that they lived a very long time ago by the way they were dressed. Flames lit up the hallway sprouting from torches made from birch trees. Bugs would crawl in and out of the remaining holes in the walls to fill up any spots that weren't finished yet. The further I got down the hallway, the more detailed the house became. I could hear different parts of the house finishing creation as I got closer to the door. Once the house was finished, the crickets began to sing. I wanted to be afraid and I was surprised that I wasn't. I was standing in the middle of this hallway entirely made from nature and I felt no fear. I made it to the door I saw forming when I first entered the house. I could hear muffled voices and laughing on the other side, but I wasn't too sure, so I knocked. Dead silence. I couldn't even hear my own heartbeat. Now I was scared, very scared. And as I looked down, I could see the wooden handle turning very slowly. Once the latch opened, the door flew open. Such loud laughing and singing, and they were so happy. Everyone yelled and held up wooden goblets spilling over with some kind of juice or wine or something. Someone gave me a glass. We've only got two minutes till midnight. Enjoy! I looked over to my right and I saw a recently married couple kissing. Then I looked over to my left and I saw the same couple, only much older with gray and white hair, holding each other and smiling. There was a baby girl in a long blue dress playing a toy piano. And in the other corner of the room, a beautiful woman with a very long blue dress playing a grand piano. In another corner of the room, I saw a young boy run across the floor with a toy airplane in his hands. And then an old airplane pilot put his hand on my shoulder and said, I'm sorry, but it's midnight. Time's up. Everyone stopped in their tracks and stared right at me. Everyone. They looked dazed and tired. And I could hear and feel the house beginning to collapse all around me. All the happy faces turned and looked at me, now with cold blank stares that reached my soul. I shouldn't have come here, and I shouldn't be here with them, should I? I looked out the side window made from grapevines as I slowly retrieved into the ground to see an empty leash. When I looked down to the ground, there was a puppy girl sitting right next to me, panting. We were sitting in the middle of a leaf pile, 
I looked at my watch. It was 12.01, September 22nd, the first day of fall. I stood up and dusted my pants off and started towards those steps. Nothing was around me, just crickets and the leaves. And as I went down the steps to retrieve the leash, I found a toy plane. I picked up the plane, and as I walked back home, I smiled at the thought of next year. I'd like to wish everyone a very happy fall. This is my favorite time of year, and I hope you enjoy yours. So I hope I made you just a little bit uncomfortable, but I'm pretty sure I didn't. Except for when the bugs were filling in the holes in the building. But thank you for listening. So until next time, have a good night. All of Zerbinator's music and podcasts are under the Creative Commons license, which allows retelling and rebroadcasting as long as the author is notified and credited. For more great escape pods, please visit www.zerbinator.wordpress.com. If you would like to contact Zerbinator Land, you can send an email to instrumentally at gmail.com or give us a call at 571-408-ZERB or 9372.